for all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Shut up already. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes, he wants his mummy. <laughs> he uses Curry way down to Star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. <laughs> Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James and the Muslim! Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever. Is this the tagger? White Mamba out. <laughs> He's waited six episodes. Look at him. He can be sweating. I was writing that for an hour today. Well, hello, NBA fans, and welcome back to episode seven of Sports Opinionated. We're here to give our opinions from Australia across the landscape that is the NBA. I'm Pete Evans, and alongside me is Matt O'Brien. And Matt, question without notice, you know what makes doing a new podcast about the NBA easier? What, we're actually not alongside each other? We're actually having NBA games, mate. Actually makes it easier to do our pod. Yes, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Matt, without them, we've done our best. We've just dropped our podcasts on the Last Dance Chicago Bulls doco series. And Matt, you won't believe this, mate. People are actually listening. (laughs) Wow. I want to thank loyal fans for that. Exactly. So we've had feedback. My mum, my dad. (laughs) <laughs> who, who, who have you got? Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, no, no, we've got people. We've had people. We've had feedback from here in Melbourne, from interstate, mate, even internationally. And, of course, Maddie, as you know, it wouldn't be an NBA podcast without a complaining Knicks fan. Poor Mookie. <laughs> oh, poor Mookie. Poor Mookie. Yeah. But, uh, friends, we welcome the feedback. In fact, if you've listened to any of our previous uh, pods, you will have noticed that today... I've gone with a longer run-up. The Ben Brown, the Curly Ambrose with our intro stinger, gone for, the, gone for the longer version. So, listeners, the board, the Sports Opinionated board is, is uh, split on this highly contentious divisive issue. Matt thinks that size matters. He wants the longer intro. I say less is more. So to break the tie, we'd love to hear from you. So as you please rate and review us in these early days, have your say. Let us know which intro you prefer. I might even close today's pod with our shorter intro. Just so you can compare. Well, Matt, the four-month wait concluded. Adam Silver, Chris Paul, and Disney created the bubble. The games have happened. Not a single solitary positive case, despite various family issues and Lou Williams doing everything he could to shut it down. Matt, they're even now allowed non-casual visitations. Oh, Peter Richard Bartholomew Evans. (laughs) <laughs> Bartholomew, mate, which I won't go into what they mean because we know that there's kids listening. So we're at, we've had games. We're ready to get into it, mate. Let's go with our highlights. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! Brian to shot! Is this the dagger? I love the KY uh, yelling highlight, by the way. Um, um, it was magnificent production work by you there, preparing that little stinger, by the way. 
I enjoyed that. Done to you. Very well done to you. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Well, Matt, let's jump into the highlights. What have been some of the standouts for you in bubble basketball? Um, well, I've got three big ones, as you know, Peter. Um, number <laughs> one for me, the offense. Man alive. Some of the yeah. shot making is otherworldly uh, at the moment. There's sure. just threes going in from everywhere. Now, man, Dame hit one from half court the other day. Yep. Um, but having said that, it's a three or a layup at this point. That's the way the game's being played. It is. And I, I certainly hope that the D catches up as of uh, tomorrow. Yep. When the game ones hit our screens. So, oh, um, fair enough, mate. All right, mate, in my first highlight, bit of left field is the Phoenix Suns and Devin Booker. Now, mm-hmm. you know there's nothing I hate more than wasted talent, looking at you, Joe Danaher. Oh, but bang. I love seeing a player and a team come of age. Eight games, admittedly, small sample size, but the Suns seem to definitely have something uh, same for Michael Porter Jr. on the Nuggets and TJ Warren for Indy. Love seeing those three uh, teams and players get going. What else for you, mate? Um, I was amazed at the Dallas Mavericks, Peter, yep. Richard, Bartholomew Evans. I was amazed at them. <laughs> Just extraordinary. Have you seen some of the guys they've picked up in the offseason, in, in, the, in, the, in the break? No. Have you seen Glicken, Glickenbergen? <laughs> Ina Kovrovnost, have you seen him? And there's number two, Vian Lidziba. They're amazing players, mate. The Dallas, they just keep producing them. Those guys, they are extraordinary. They're going to win the title with this kind of this kind of recruiting. Okay. Oh, magnificent. Magnificent. Now, it's not really a highlight, but it's a standout. Matt, how we felt about the Pelicans absolutely blowing their chances to make the eight. After Zion left for family reasons, they limit him to, what, 15 minutes a game. By the way, the NBA would have been fuming at this, having basically created the playing concept just to get Zion in the playoffs. Yes. Yep. And in a related story, Matty, they fired their head coach today, Alvin Gentry. Oh, did they? I wasn't aware of that. Outrageous. Yep. Um, my third highlight was the big stick, Evans. What? The big microphone stick that slowly appears for the post-game <laughs> interview. They crash me up every time. They're standing there. Why can't they just sanitise a microphone? Just just hand them one of them. Just wash it before and after for the love. But no, we see this huge stick just appear, just float <laughs> across the screen. Love it. Love it. Um, Matt, you know, I, I love our commentators. Um, friends, and Matt will know this, if you ever want to watch some of the worst competitive sport ever, tune into the last game of NBA season. It's diabolical. Oh, Indeed, indeed. Now, Toronto's last game, as they played all their scrubs, these legends were still pumped up for their final meaningless game versus Denver. They were yelling, easy, easy, as Terrence Davis pushed the ball after a rebound in the first quarter, mate. And then late in the game, Stanley Johnson, big bucket. <laughs> they were loving it. They were fantastic. Now, were you were you just, just, just on that note, were you just as excited as the Lakers players were when they beat the Denver Scrubs in the fourth quarter of their hey. final game. Did you have a similar level of excitement on that hey, one? Is, am I being trolled here? This is highlights, Matt. Come on. This is about <laughs> this is about the game of basketball. Now, can I throw in another one, Matty? You can. Because we love it when the mums get involved, O'Brien. And in the last dance, we've talked about the delightful Dolores Jordan um, and Kerr, Steve's Kerr mum. But, Matt, you might have missed this, but Rashad Holmes was suspended for breaching NBA protocols. Now, he went out of the bubble 
just by a smidgen to collect his dinner. He got trolled on Twitter by his mum, who tweeted, and I quote, you only cross the line for your, capitals now, mama's cooking, and I was not in Florida, sir. Oh, wow. Wow. His only response? His only response? Love you, baby. (laughs) So, Matt, if things get heated later, love you, baby. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Staying with the commentators. Now, Matt, faced with the decision between listening to the Houston commentators and removing your own eyeball with a fork, what would you choose? Uh, I'd probably go the Houston commentators, but man, I mean, so Maddie, when the Rockets played the Blazers, I went with the Blazers duo. These guys are a revelation. Get some of these lines. Um, CJ McCollum hits just like a, you know, a standard step back jumper. And they exclaim, CJ with the fundamentals. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, get, get this for an and one. Their line is, Add some tip to the bill. Oh, very nice. I did also hear them at one point about Dame. They said, it's okay to be greedy when you're feeding the needy. <laughs> See, these guys are stars. I've kept one for later, but I'll tell you what it is. And look, just to finish off, Matt, we're NBA fans. I've got a, a quick collaboration. Skinny Jokic, Skinny uh, Jokic, sorry. Um, Udonis Haslam started a game. Um, Skinny Jokic? Yep. Jeff Green simply having vote on the back of his jersey. Yes, yes, yep. some great, great jersey names. We'll get to that later. Yep, Jones Jr. dunking in traffic, and my last two, Matty. I can't believe you haven't said one of these. Myers Leonard with the shortest shorts in the NBA. <laughs> I don't watch Miami. <laughs> well, and I can't believe you've gone with this. Am I going one nil? The side camera angles, which must have floated your boat repeatedly. Oh, they did indeed. They show the speed of it, don't they? Just right, yeah. uh, unreal. Yep, they do. They do. Well, thanks for hearing me out. Uh, I want to move us on, Matt. It's time for our first big story, and we are about to get playoff basketball, NBA playoff basketball. Let's go to the East first. We'll go to your Eastern Conference uh, playoffs first. You. Where do you want to start? Can I suggest a, a playoff matchup, or are you happy for me to lead it? I'll just go one, two, three, four. One v eight. One v eight. Do you have anything to say on one v eight? I do. I just think Milwaukee need to get through without injuries. That's about it. Yep. And possibly without Giannis losing his temper and scissor kicking Vujicic or DJ Augustin in the head. That 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 would be basically their aim to get through that get through that series. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. All, all I'll say yeah, for this series. Have you ever noticed how his name is spelt, Peter Richard Bartholomew Evans? Have you ever noticed that? Bartholomew, what? V-U-C-E-V-I-C. How yeah. could you get Vujicic out of that? Vucevic. You're by me. It's Vucevic. That's Vujicic. No, it? you're thinking of the Lakers player from like a decade ago. <laughs> well, there you go. It's as it sounds, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know that because he's going for 20 and 10. He's not a scrub, buddy. Um, I'm with you. I don't care that the Bucks have gone three and five in the bubble. They're scoring 118.7 points a game. And Matt, we, we talked in our board meeting. Get a tip. What's your tip, please? Uh, sweep. Yep. Same. From Milwaukee, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. All right. Let, let's kick in 2v7. Raptors Nets. What do you got? What can I go first? You can go first. I can go first. Just looking at Toronto, a lot of our uh, great teams, Matty, kind of underperformed or just 
went through the motions in the bubble, not Toronto. They're, they were seven and one. I watched a Toronto Denver game. Watching Gasol versus Jokic, that had old, more old school trickery than you'd see in the eighties with some of those low post behemoths. It was magnificent. Beautiful. Um, best defensive efficiency in the league. The Nets, obviously, no Dimwitty, Irving, KD, or DeAndre Jordan. They did beat the Bucks and Clips and almost beat Portland. There's yeah, a reason why Portland. That is. Portland game was a magnificent game, wasn't it? I'm just interested. Yeah, I, I, I've uh, yeah, I've got Toronto obviously winning this easily. I'm interested to see how Karis Levert, who has really played well in the recent, goes up against my man Spicy P. I'm very interested to see how that matchup goes. And I'll Spicy also P. Throw, um, and an Obi against him as well. So that'll be interesting to see how he goes. But they, they are defensively right now, they're better than any other team at the moment. Correct. Defensively. So Correct. Um, that's going to take them a fair way in these playoffs. Agreed. Championship DNA, I'm with you. i got Raptors in five. What's your call? Oh, same. 4-1. Oh, there we go. Well, so far, our, our tipping thing is, is totally boring. Um, we might have discovered something here, Matt. Let's go. Are f- uh, oh, you going to go 3v6? Yeah, I want to go Boston-Philly. I've got a lot to say about this one. All right. Well, I'm just going to lean back and, and just see if uh, if Ben Simmons gets touched on it all. Go for it, my friend. Um, all the pressure is on Boston here. This is this is an enormous series for Kemba, Tatum, Jalen Brown and Haywood, right? If they if they lose this series, um, yep. perception or not, Simmons is out. That the perception is going to be that Philly are weakened, so therefore this, the, the Celts should roll through here. If they lose this, the Boston media and the public will come, be coming after them. Heads will roll if they lose this series, right? Sure. Um, and they should be the favourite, but I'm not, I'm not riding Philly off here. Like, really? No way. I reckon what's going to happen here, they're going to play Thibel big minutes, right? This guy, Thibel, if he was, if he was a starter in the league, he would be all defence. Yes. I say that without any hesitation. He's going to make life real hard for Tatum. He will, right? Um, and then from Philly's perspective, it could come down, simply come down to how well that Harris, Jay Rich, Horford, Kirk Miles shoot the ball. I think it'll come down to that. Okay. Um, from Boston's end, um, I'm letting MB try and take as many shots as possible and let him work and work and work. And then by game four or five, I reckon he'll be cooked. Um He's coming in with an ankle issue, and we know yep. he's not really well prepared at the best of times. Correct. So that's the way I'd play it from Boston's end. But I, having said all that, I think this goes the distance this series. You So you got Celtics in seven? Celtics in seven. All right. Okay. Uh, well, then allow me to retort. Um, retort? I think this is the most overblown series uh, we're looking at. I think the media continue to talk up a team which should be thereabouts, and they're just not... We don't know what MB we're going to get. In his two games against Boston this year, Matt, get this. In one game, one for 11, barely went near it. In yeah. another game, 38 points. No consistency from um, the great man. You're right, though. He might go off. Um, I'm a big fan of Boston's future. Forget the fact I'm a Lakers fan. I've got high reps on these guys. I've talked to you this about this to you off air, Matty. But if Jalen Brown doesn't realise that Jason Tatum is the man, they're going to be in trouble. They might have to think about moving him on if this doesn't work out throughout the entire playoffs. They can't have games like against Miami where Brown is 9 of 23 while Tatum goes 6 of 11. They can't have this. 
Jason Tatum is their go-to. And where, I, does, where does Kemba fit into all that, though? I think Kemba's the type of guy he fits in wherever he fits in. I think he's a magnificent part of that future. Um, injuries aside, my friend. Um, you've got Celtics in seven. Uh, my big call in this, Celtics in four. I'm calling a sweep. A sweep? Calling a sweep, buddy. Sweep? Yep, absolutely. Wow. There you go. Finally, we differ. Finally, we differ. All right, let's jump into the 4v5. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just on nice edge about this one. Not. <laughs> oh, uh, listen to it. TJ Warren, you mentioned him earlier. Fantastic in the bubble. He's had some big games. And it might be worth the interest just to watch him and Jimmy Buckets just smash heads again. Uh, <laughs> their ongoing feud going. But other than that, I have little interest in this series. Uh, very little. I find both teams boring, to be honest. Oh, great. Thanks for... Coming to the podcast, Matt. Uh, I love the NBA. I love basketball. I just don't. Nothing really inspires me about these teams. Um, and I've got Indiana in six. There you go. Well, I, I've wondered if if Indy by unleashing TJ Warren have actually become relevant with the three of him, Brogdon and Oladipo. Um, are they going to become something that we're going to want to watch regularly in the next little while? Oladipo, though, seems a problem to me. Um, you know, he's not playing because of his quad. Then he does come in. You know, how's he going to cope being the third wheel? Can he be as, you know, can he be as as as, as crucial, say, Diddle, when we hang out? You know, he's there, hits the right <laughs> spots, brings so much to the table. Yeah, that's right. If he can be Diddle-esque, fantastic. Yeah. I won't name other names, but if he's if he's not able to reach the heights of the dids, we're in strife, mate. So you want him to come in at six or seven, get a quick 35 or 40 for you when you're like six for six for 350. You don't want him to open the batting. You don't want him to come in first drop. You just want him to come in down the order. Yep. You know, when the ball's a bit, bit of shine's gone off the ball, that's where yep. you're coming from. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, not sure he's going to cope with that, though, Matt. But, Matt, if I, if I list these names to you from Miami, uh, Tyler Hero, Nunn, Robinson, Jimmy, Bam, Crowder, Dragic and Iggy, that's that's a pretty good roster. I like that roster. I reckon to compete, they're one player away. You and I are big Pat Riley fans. Just for the record, I think they're going to get that big fish at some time soon. Yeah, honest. Um, well, who knows? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, you've got, you said uh, Indy in six, did you? I did. Okay, I've got the Heat in six. So good to differ completely. All right, Matt. Peripheral. It's that time. Okay. It's always a concern when you've got to start a sentence, Matt, with the words, I'm not into fat shaming. But <laughs> MJ wearing a Detroit three-peat T-shirt. No, just how strong was Judd Bushler's coffee the morning that he got interviewed? <laughs> but Matt's just asked me the question. And, and I'm answering it. Because I'm not getting an adequate response. Great effort by you again, Peter. Richard Bartholomew Evans. Oh, thank you. Great, great dinger. Well Matt, done to you. Matt, my middle name's not Bartholomew, and we've been friends for 22 years. Let's move on. No, um, that, 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 that brings me to a story, Peter. We once had a... We were once on a trip to Hawaii. Yeah, with our, um, not me. Spouse. No, you weren't there. Thanks. But, and one of one of our one of our mates named Adrian Wilson was told about a guy who'd come to watch our mate uh, Hosberg do the Ironman in Hawaii, and he um he kept calling him Daryl, and we said his name is not Daryl, his name is Darren, and our man Wilson's response was, "I'll call him whatever I want." <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be calling you whatever I want, which is on form, Matt, for our twenty-two years of mateship. Well, friends. Listeners, this is our peripheral pickups where we look to the side, the things to the fringe that might not have been picked up by the regular viewer. Um, Matt, you go first. I'm keen to hear yours. This is almost my favourite segment of our pod. Um, 
Now, this one, this one just smashed me right in the face when it came up on the screen. The Bucks played a game in an alternative, alternative singlet, Evans, and across the front of it, it said, "Dream yeah. City." <laughs> now, I'm not sure what this is referring to. It's the cheese. There are a lot of cows in Milwaukee. Like, oh, Jesus. I don't know. For the old cream city, get on them. Oh, jeez. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a moment. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I'm going to probably have to edit most of myself out at the moment. Um, my first one, Matt, you know things are going well for you. Just follow me here of a basketball sequence. You know things are going well for you. When you drive to the basket, from that basket, you throw a no-look pass towards the top of the key that hits your opponent, Al Horford, in his stomach six feet from the basket and goes in. <laughs> Fair to say, mate, that I'm buying Damien Lillard's stock right now. Oh, that was one of his buckets. I recall that play. Good yep. pickup. Good pickup. There we go. Um, tuning into the aforementioned useless final game of the series, did you know the OKC has a bloke called Kevin Herbie on their team? <laughs> That's up there with Kent McDill. That's up there with Kent McDill. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. Now, Matt, I'm going to try and share some audio with you um, now because this happened, this was brought to my attention during the week. And I'm going to play from you a clip from a man who we love, a man who we love, um, the great Basil Zemplis. But fair to say he had a howler here. One of the NBA's biggest stars is in hot water on the eve of the playoffs. Giannis Antetokounmpo was rejected for headbutting during the Bucks' penultimate regular season game against the Wizards. And Portland's Damian Lillard scored a remarkable 61 points. Oh, Damian Lillard. Yep. What is this guy on? I want you to... That, that's magnificent. You're going to put that on there, aren't you? Surely Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I'm going to find a way, my friend. Matt, there's a reason why we're doing an NBA podcast because we're sick of Australians butchering the game like this. Now, now to be fair to Basil, Spud Frawley once called him Basil Zampalis. <laughs> well, he should know how he should know how it feels, mate. Now, I, I, to be fair to Basil, though. At first crack, that's, that's a pretty tough gig to be shown that on a bit of paper, having right. done it before. I didn't show you that clip, Matt, so I can get some unexpected compassion from him. That's yeah. unexpe unacceptable. He's a paid broadcaster. Call him Giannis, call him the Greek freak, or practice it. Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo. Just, just get some rhythm. Yeah, I don't know how he got Lilliard. That was, that was quite good. Quite terrible, good. terrible. Do you have any others, or can I, can I conclude? Oh, no, I've got a few more. I've got a few more. Okay. Um, the interviews with masks on. I know. Doing. I know. Across to Rachel Nichols down on the sideline. The mask covers her entire face. I know. Like you can take it off for the interview. You're She's not, not allowed. COVID to the other 300 people in there just sitting there being interviewed. <laughs> You're not spitting on them. Just take your mask off for the love. The mask and the stick mic. That's just. <laughs> Let it out, Matt. Nonsense. Let it out. Um, last one from me. Um, from Miami. I, I don't know what happened in the four-month hiatus, but I believe Solomon Hill went up with Moses and came back down with the Ten Commandments. Have you seen <laughs> how, what he looks like? 
He's look. He looks like he's been forty years in exile. He's yeah, bucked. He's, he's huge. He nights. He's got crazy man hair. Yes. Yes. They, they're looking great. Some of the players. Now, I've, got, I've got a few more if you don't mind. Um, the, the this is um this is a peripheral off one of our own off our stinger, our Stephen A. Stinger that you've prepared. I found a peripheral there. You know, Stephen A, he goes, this might be bleedingly obvious to you. I've never really thought about this. He says, Kwame Brown, God bless him, he's a scrub. No disrespect, he can't play. No disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) He's a scrub, he can't play. Oh, but no disrespect. Yep, yep. No No disrespect. None whatsoever. Now, on the TV the other night during one of the NBA games, an ad came on, Evans. I'm not sure if you've seen this. Kawhi Leonard has an ad. Have you seen this? No, it hasn't hit my. Oh, and it's, oh it's oh so clever because <laughs> it has. You've heard of the Kawhi pianos? They're a brand of piano, the Kawhi piano. Yes, I have. No, so they've got they've got Kawhi playing. It's playing the piano or pretending to play the piano. It's a New Balance ad. He doesn't speak in it. No, he doesn't <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's all very clever. Fantastic. That I've ever seen. Fantastic. Uh, now I'm going to swing this a little bit, uh, a little bit off basketball. We had the NBA. We had, sorry, the USPGA championship last week. Yeah. Well, first, why are we talking golf? The first major of the year. We had a young guy, a young American, Colin Morikawa, 23 years old. He's tied yep. at seven-way tie with seven. There's seven other blokes at 10 under. He chips a shot in. They give him mild, you know. I said, oh, oh, that could change the tournament. Yeah. And he drives a par four. Okay. Seven foot of the pin. Yep. And they're just like, oh, this this shot could possibly win the title. Give him something. <laughs> For the love. He's 23 years old. He's at the shot of his life. Oh, dear. Uh, listen, if you're still with us, thanks very much. I've got no idea why Matt's just decided to go to USPGA. Fine, I've got one more. Patrick Beverly screaming abuse at Damian Lillard mm-hmm. with his mask on yeah. at the end of that game. Yep. Did you like yep. Dame's response on the tweet? Um, what was it? He said to Paul George, keep changing teams, run from the grind. <laughs> Love it. That is fantastic. All right, Matt, we're now going to look at our Western Conference finalists. Let's start at the top. Lakers versus the Blazers. I didn't even bother taking research on the uh, the Grizz in preparation for this. I knew what was coming. You want to kick us off? Or can I? You can go. They're your team. Oh, well. It'll be a long time before I see my team in the playoffs. You might as well do it for both of us. Right. Well, they'll be the least favoured number one seed in the West for in history, you'd reckon. What we've seen in the bubble, it's impossible to get a read on the Lakers. Sometimes they look in disarray, like luster in losses versus Houston, Indy, Sacramento. Other times, as you said, they're getting lucky wins over Utah, over Denver, or they're beating the Clippers. Can't get a read on this team. On D, they are distinctly missing Avery Bradley, who chose not to come. Rondo broke his thumbs. Smaller guards are killing them and will kill them. One little limelight, Kuz is stepping up over 15 points a game, over 44% on threes. Otherwise, it's been offensive awfulness. The Blazers, though, one of the stories of the bubble. They went 6-2, and two, 
One thing that hasn't quite made enough news, I don't know if you're aware of this, do you know that CJ McCullum has a fracture in his back? So he's really battling to get through his games. Um, love this team with Nurk back in. Uh, Dame, CJ, who's an underrated star. This series could be quite dangerous for the Lakers. How are you seeing it? I I think you're uh, exercising a correctory of uh, caution there, Peter Richard Bartholomew. <laughs> correctory. Um, as good as Dame is, Portland are a terrible defensive team. Brooklyn had their way with them the other day. Yep. And as good as they are offensively, they've got no size at the guard position to stop LeBron getting to where he needs to go and making the plays. They're just going to bully him. Um, the Lakers will win the series. They'll get Nurkic in foul trouble early and often. AD was AD, and will drag him outside as well. And I think they'll have to play Collins then at the one. And if they have to do that, they're in significant trouble. Um, I'm giving them two games Ooh. purely out of respect to Dame. Sure. Um, and the way he's playing. And I, I have the same thing. CJ's been hit and miss. Um, that's why I didn't know he had that injury. Um, he'd need to be a lot better than that for them to win more than two games. So it could be 4-1, but I'm going 4-2. Uh, there you go. Well, you know, I'm a pessimist when it comes to my Lake show. I could have talked myself into Memphis. It's been over two years since LeBron has played a meaningful playoff game. I'm ready for him to awaken. Um, for all the buzz, Portland is still five games below 500. I had a, I had the same as you. I settled on Lakers in five. So there you go. All right, I've got them in six. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Let's kick into, oh, gee, we'd love an upset, but let's look at Mavs Clippers. Kick us off, Matty. What are you seeing there? I'm seeing that the Mavs are going to give them all they can handle. Ooh. Right? This Clipper team's just playing hard selectively. They've had players in and out of the bubble the whole time, as you mentioned at the start about Lou Williams all over the place. Montrez Harrell hasn't even played yet. Correct. Like, I just... Long term, I just don't know if they can pull this together. I really don't. And you know, if things don't go their way, what will happen? Yep. They'll lose it with the refs. Yep. And that comes from the top down, as we know. Yes. Um, on the Dallas side of the fence, Luca is ready to explode. He is ready to explode. And he will have some big games in this series. And our man, the Lativian gangbanger, <laughs> as our man Michael Rappaport once called him, the zinger, Paul Zingas, he's taken a massive jump since the restart. He's averaging 31 and 10. Yes, he is. Um, the only concern I would have with him, he's been fouled out in three of the six games and he had five fouls in the other. Yep. So they'll be looking to get him into foul trouble early. Um, Good call. And they're forced to go to Boban or, or uh, Kleber at centre. Um, Good call. they got Dwight Powell obviously out for the year with the Achilles. So the Mavs are a shot here. Um <laughs> And I'm tipping it goes the distance, but I've still got the Clippers just to pull it out in seven. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I need to preempt this by saying that that fear is preempting my entire Clippers analysis. I have feared them the entire season, and I worry that they're about to unleash. Only three players in the bubble went for over 25 points a game and better than 48% from three. Clippers have both of them in Paul George and KY. Um, our boy Zubak, who we both like, 11-11 at 70%. Um, mm, Luca has struggled this year against the Clips, shooting 28% from three and five turnovers a game. That said, did you know that the, the Mavericks, testament to Luca and Rick Carlisle, have the most efficient offense in NBA history, not just this year, ever? Ever. Ever. Yeah, so they are a shot here. No question okay. they're a shot. Well, with stat lines like 36, 14, and 19 against the Bucks in a meaningful game, 
from Luca. And as you said, our boys are going off. This could be this could be close. I'm not convinced. I'm a bit too worried about the defensive side of the ball for Clippers. I got I got the Clippers in five, and you've got them in seven. So there we go. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to Pat Bev um, trying to shape up to Luca and being embarrassed, and then sucking to the rest as he wanders off to the sideline. I'm looking forward to that happening a few times. And it's never good when the referees can really dictate what's going to happen in this series. If they're allowed to rough up and rough house Luka Doncic and, and Porzingis, it's not going to be a watchable series. Yep. yep. Now, Matt, I know you're hanging for this one. So, <laughs> yep, it's it's the Nuggets it's the Nuggets and the Jazz or, or the team that was formerly known as the Jazz because they've got so many players out, injured or away. Um, Denver, 4-4 four and four in the bubble. Utah, 3-5 and five in the bubble. I will jump in though, Matty, and just say here, Denver have unleashed Michael Porter Jr. 6'10", seeing what he does. Like getting Gary Harris and the guys like Will Barton out and unleashing this guy, it's given them an identity that actually makes them watchable, my friend. Um, he had back-to-back 30-plus point games. I am incredibly concerned about this Denver team with Porter Jr. going the way he has. Jokic has owned Gobert um, in their head-to-heads. He's gone for 29... 12 and nine assists a game. They've gone three and zero versus Utah. Look, poor Utah. Obviously, no Bogdanovich in a, in a serious injury. Mike Conley's just left the bubble as uh, he's just become a father. Their starting five's not too bad, but after that, it just evaporates. They are going to get clipped pretty hard here. Have you seen Matt? Question without notice. Bowl, bowl at seven foot two, pushing the ball. He's at 44 percent from three. Have you seen this guy play? I have not. No. There you go. Utah aren't big on my watch list. Uh, Oh, you won't see him on Utah, my friend, there for the Nuggets. Sorry. Sorry. I should have pointed that out. Well, I definitely haven't seen him then. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did our 2-0 or 3-0 to you. You, I had Michael Porter Jr. as well. Um, That extra offensive weapon they've been crying out for. I wrote that. Crying out for. Um, Donovan Mitchell will have a good game or two. He will. One great game or two. But at the, at the end, he will shoot them out of the game, as he always does. And, and the, biggest, the biggest interest in this series for me is, will Utah bring out those purple uniforms at this <laughs> point in the series? Will they wait for a pivotal game six to bring them out? Uh, and if you're listening at home, episode five of our podcast series, Matt Unleashes on the Utah uh, tracksuit. All right. This could be a mouth-watering series, Matt. We've got the Rockets and OKC Thunder. Chris Paul... Russell Westbrook, flipping sides. They come head-to-head. What's your take on this series? Um, well, Westbrook's not playing, is he? At, at the what, moment, what injury, not straight away. What injury? Yep. So they'll, so they'll be missing those six for 23 type games that he's going to produce. Oh, 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 come on. They'll be missing that Houston, I imagine. Um, my prediction for this series is that between Chris Paul, James Harden, and Mike No D Antoni, there will be more whining than you've ever seen in a single NBA playoff series. <laughs> uh, no, I've got Houston. I've got Houston. I've got this this going the distance, Evans. I've got Houston in seven. Yeah. There you go. And I think Westbrook possibly they will come back despite my uh, sarcasm. They will sure. need him back to finish the series, and I do believe he will be back sort of in the second week, so sort of games four, five, four or five will come back in. But I reckon it'll be a two to two. Okay. Um, and Harden, who is the, yeah, he is the most amazing player in the NBA. I think he will bring them home in this series. Okay. Uh, good to hear you say that, Matt, because my point on around this series focuses heavily on James Harden. 
He's gone 35, 9, and 9 at 54% in the bubble. I know there's been one star who everyone's talking about. James Harden not getting um, his just desserts. Uh, Mike Breen said that we've taken his excellent for granted, and, and he's absolutely spot on. Blazers came in at 29 and 37 into the bubble. Even regardless of injuries, Harden would not get a free pass from the media if the Rockets were underperforming that much. Uh, Dennis Schroeder on paternity leave. That's going to hurt him. Um, Chris Paul, league leading in crunch time scoring. Can he keep it up against this defense? Um, uh, I think so. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I'm with you. Rockets in seven. Sorry, didn't, I, I did that before this. So we've come out on the same. Hey, well done by you, Matt. That is our Western Conference preview. It's now time, my friend, for our questions without notice. Matt, our rule has been we have three questions we're going to throw at each other. Um, that neither of us knows what's coming. Can't be too difficult. But um, let, let's kick into it. Matt, I've got a two-parter for you. Um, take away the top three, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Bucks. Who's the most likely team to win the title? Oh, wow. Toronto. Okay. Interesting. And who you got overall, by the way? I don't think you've told me. Oh, I'll tell you that later. I'm not telling you now. You can get stuffed. I'm not telling you now. Thanks, my friend. Yo, go for it. Um, if and when Philly get rolled in these playoffs, yes. will the Simmons injury be the worst thing that could have happened to them? And by that I mean, will they mistakenly use the Simmons injury as justification for their elimination yep. in the playoffs sure. rather than making a big move, which is what they really need to do to make the final four and win the title? Okay. Um I'm not sure it's the poison bill you think it is. You and I have differing opinions on what that big swing needs to be. I think once they get bounced, they will move in a new direction for their coach. And if they can go from good to great, they could they could move up with Simmons and Embiid. In my opinion, I know you differ on that, my friend. Now, Matt, listen carefully. Jimmy Butler has set himself up as a legitimate barista in the bubble. Apparently, it's hard in there to get decent coffee. Uh, he's charging $20 a coffee. Oh, he's quite... They can afford it. No. Matt, if, if you were in the bubble, how much would you be prepared to pay for a Jimmy Buckets roasted brew? I, I, I wouldn't require it, Peter. I wouldn't require coffee. I don't need, drugs. Up, Matt? I don't need drugs to survive. Oh, listen to it. Listen to it. I don't know how you're allowed to stay in Melbourne not being a coffee drinker. This is totally unacceptable. I've well, had it, enough. It's actually, it's, actually, it's actually possible to live without coffee. It, it is. It's actually possible. Uh, listeners, please don't unsubscribe. Those who are mentally tough can do it. Oh, listen to it. Matt's right. had a tough day. We just need to let it out. Let it out, Matty. You don't know what you're talking about. All right. Uh, your, your, your question, Matt. Will this NBA championship have an asterisk against it, regardless of who wins? No. No, I think if one of the top three, Lakers, Clippers, or Bucks, come away with the championship, then... I think people will go, well, you know, that, that, that might have been on their way already. If we get a left field, you know, Houston, Denver. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the aforementioned Indy, who you're so keen on, um, then then yes. I, I just think it's it's been really tough for these teams. I think whoever gets the, the chip, even if it's not my Lakers, um, deserve a bit of credit. Matt, if we get some worst-case scenarios, such as Denver playing Toronto in the finals or some other variation of that, what sport will our um, podcast change to? Uh, I don't know, ice hockey or uh, maybe ice hockey. into the golf. 
Maybe I'll no. get you with the golf. The Masters is being played in sept- in November, I think. Well, you've already treated with the golf, mate. <laughs> yes. Um, my last one for you. Yep. Do you believe the team that wins the NBA Finals, standing up on the podium there, mm-hmm. do you reckon they'll be wearing face masks and standing two metres apart when they accept the O'Brien Trophy? That's it, yep. the O'Brien Trophy, Evans. That's, why, that's what they get for winning. They do. They get your trophy. I have not thought about what will happen if they get the, the championship. I think they might not have to wear the masks. Adam mask on as he presents the... <laughs> maybe. Maybe. It's quite a big podium, Matt, so I think you'd enjoy the size of the pole with the microphone that would have to come across stage. Yes, 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 that's right. They'll probably have a... Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll have to build something specially for it, a number of, number of sticks poking through there. All right, Matt. It's time for our Stephen A segment. Kwame Brown! Slava Medvedenko! Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't play! No disrespect whatsoever. Oh, there you go. There he is, the great man. The great man. Full of sarcasm, full of intensity. I love it. So this is our job to produce something similar. We can never get to those heights, though. Let's be honest. We can't. We can't. magnificent. You, you, do you want, to, you want to go first? I'd love to. Thanks, Matt. Uh, you won't hear it for this, but I want to take you back to 1994. I'm playing AFL footy. I'm running around for Box Hill North in the ones. And behind play, my direct opponent, without reason, just steps into me and smashed my lip open with a headbutt. Um, I, I got sent off for it, by the way, um, with the blood rule. It was a brutal hit. Matt, Giannis Antetokounmpo nailed Mo Wagner during a stoppage in play with a headbutt about one game ago. It was without provocation. He wasn't in the middle of a fight. He hadn't been physically threatened. He acted like a thug and he nailed Mo Wagner hard. He was lucky he didn't open him up. His consequence, a one-game suspension. One. For the last game of the year, a game he would not have played in anyway as they had the number one seed sewn up. A game that his team waltzed through and got smashed in by Memphis. Matt, I'm not going to get into the politics of this. What would have happened in our current climate if it had been Mo Wagner? who headbutted Giannis in an unprovoked attack, and this was the NBA's response, not getting into that. This wasn't a one-off, by the way. This was his fourth ejection in his career. Matt, can you remember him absolutely nailing your boy, Mike Dunleavy Jr., in a playoff game against Chicago? Mm. Yep. What did he get then? A one-game suspension. What just happened was totally inadequate. This should have been a minimum of three to four games. By the way, this wouldn't affect the Bucks versus the Magic. They're winning that in four with or without Giannis. The rest of the league and the millions that these guys influence won't fall into line if acts of violence like this are dealt with, quote-unquote, so leniently. It's got to change. There you go. Very strong, very strong. I was staggered when I saw it was one game. After I saw the vision, I was staggered. It's one game. Now, in in another very amusing twist to this uh, dark American success story, um, (laughs) the... um, You've got Giannis as your Stephen A, and so have I, <laughs> without consultation. Same thing. I'm going on a different slant than you, Peter Richard Bartholomew Evans. Not Bartholomew, man. Gian, I'll call you whatever I want. Giannis and Tot 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 Tompu will win the MVP this season. Yeah. And will drive the Bucks to the title. He's got that look in his eye, Evans, that says to me that his intensity will go to another level in these playoffs and that all his teammates will fall in behind. He will barely raise a sweat in round one. He will smoke the hat piece paces or heat bigs in round two. 
and he'll be too much for Mark Gasol or the impotent big men that the Celtics may throw at him in the Eastern Conference Finals. He will then march into the finals against a banged-up Lakers or Clippers team and simply overwhelm them. Banged up. He's the fittest and most hungry superstar playing right now. This is his time, and he will go for 30 and 15 in these playoffs and will drive the Bucks to their first title in almost 40 years. White pasty mumba out. <laughs> White pasty mumba. He's adding to his own nickname. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh, Matt, fantastic. Fantastic. All right, Matt, Star it's time for our... Star of the show. Woo! Star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. <laughs> There's no surprises here, Matt, unless, of course, you find a way to push a case for Chicago's Zach Levine to be the star of the show after some highlight reel he's posted on Twitter or something. Matt, here's an actual, here's an actual line from those magnificent Portland commentators during a game. Uh, Lillard has 51, tied for his third best game of the season. <laughs> he's third highest. Mate, Dane went for 60 three times this season. One other person has done that before, Wilt Chamberlain, probably did it 45 times. Matt, Portland was a rank outsider to get within three and a half games of Memphis, let alone finish eight or get ahead of them. We're used to this team, Portland Trailblazers, making a run late in the season. But man, oh man. But here's the thing that sums it up. Matt, do you know your career high in basketball? Do you know Uh, what it is? uh, Yes. Okay. I bet you Lillard knows his as well. So late in a critical game, needing a basket, he drives down the lane. He's on 61 points, equal career high. He's careening towards the basket. The defense collapses. They know who's shooting it. What does he do? Drop down pass to Hassan Whiteside for the easy flush. Game over. Mate, this guy's a winner. People forget that this team made the Western Conference Finals last year. They won a game seven in the thin air, O'Brien, on the road in Denver after losing a heartbreaking triple overtime game earlier in that series. Star of the show. I know it's obvious. Damien Lillard. Bang. Good job. Thank you, mate. I know I've stepped on your toes, but... Um, thanks for letting me go first. Your no, turn. no I, 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 I differ a little bit. My star of the bubble, what? I've got two stars, actually. Uh, they come together. It's Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller. <laughs> They're the star of the shows. <laughs> They're my number one calling combination at the moment. Calling combination? Killing it. Kevin Harlan bringing the energy, which he always does, by the way. And with Reggie's little, you know, a big basket, Reggie's like... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, you know, he's like, there it <laughs> yep. is. Yes, he does. The big shot is made. Those two in great calling form heading into the playoffs. Um, they've been awesome in the bubble, and I can't wait to watch some key games where like, they're on for TNT. Should be magnificent. I could have gone Dane, but why would I do that? <laughs> oh, there it is. We've done it. We've done it in a in a slightly different environment here in lockdown because of COVID-19. COVID won't stop us, Peter Richard Bartholomew Evans. So well done to you. Thank you, mate. Well, we tried. We tried on, we're using Microsoft Teams. We might go to Zoom next week. Who knows what else we're going to go with? FaceTime. We'll do what we can, mate. I look forward to next week when we see how the best players in the world step it up. Playoff basketball, there's nothing like it. Bless your pal, everyone. Stay safe, stay masked, take care. Cheers. Go well.
For all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, just stop. Shut up already. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes, he wants his mummy. He uses Curry way downtown. White Mumba out. Oh my goodness. He's waited six episodes. Look at him. He can, he's sweating. Oh, I was writing that for an hour today. <laughs>